We are daring to be different, daring to be different once again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. Man, you guys are in for a treat today. Yes, yes, yes. We have wonderful guests on our show. We have a special guest star from the uh, hit sitcom. Um, uh, Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to tell you because it's like I've already said it. And we have that celebrity joining our show today. I'm so excited for um, the, I know exactly what I'm talking about, but I don't want to give it up yet. All right, so you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as My Baby Radio in New York City, and the Caribbean Community Radio Station in all the Caribbean, as well as the East Coast of Florida from West Palm Beach all the way down to the Keys, and the Dream Chasers Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, we are still on time to do our release for Roku. I am actively working on TV shows now for that, and I am looking forward to um, to all that's going to be coming through with that. That is going to be an amazing thing. I want to talk to you about something. I have a, uh, a young lady who wanted me to talk to you about her book. So we are proud to present you this book with sacred symbols that tunes your consciousness in a positive way, letting you meditate during coloring process. Magnificent mandrels presented in this coloring book provides hours of meditation, creative work, and stress-relieving activity. It also includes inspiring quotes for your con- con- contemplation. You know, we, you know, coloring actually does help you meditate. I, I have actually found um, the adult coloring books to be very satisfying myself. And so she has her uh, adult coloring book, her coloring book. And for centuries, um, uh, mandalas have helped those seeking peace and inspiration find balance in their lives. Now with this coloring book by Radha Evind, you can use these sacred circles to calm your mind, relieve stress, and manage anxiety in a therapeutic way. Each page encourages you to concentrate on coloring and shading in 30 detailed mandalas. As you use your own unique palette to fill in these designs, you'll be able to fill your focus shift onto something fun and new, realizing any, uh, uh, releasing, sorry, releasing any tension that you may have felt. You know, I realized that that's what I was thinking about. I realized that these, when I first, um, looked at these things, you know, because I go to five and below a lot, and I see them there, and I've also been, and you know, Barnes & Noble still has some bookstores, uh, some storefronts still open, and when I go and I see these coloring books, I love them, they're so cute, and it's like, and it does relieve a lot of stress, so this is true, this is true, so she's come up with her own one, whether you are new to art therapy or you've been coloring for years, this book will show you how to put your mind at ease and foster creativity. One mesmerizing mandala at a time. High quality animal designs are suitable for any skill level. Any coloring tool may be used. Make you make each page your own artwork. We're going to go ahead and include 
this here into our Facebook page as well as on our blog. And we're going to be putting the link up so that you guys can look at this and see if this is something you want to do. Again, I want to thank her for sending in, uh, the writer for sending in her information about her new coloring book that she has out. You know, a lot of us have different things that we need to be doing in life and, uh, and choices and forks in the road come up. Uh, I'm at a fork right now, and you have to make a decision, and I have a few days to make these decisions, this, you know, this life-changing. It's a life-changing decision. Either I say yes to it, I say no to it, and I keep going in the direction I'm going in. But it's amazing, amazing to me how these things, these coloring books can calm your mind can definitely calm your mind. I want to thank her again for sending that in and also uh, for definitely um, letting me know about this. And again, we will be sharing this on our page. We have wonderful guests on the show today. I'm going to take a short break and I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. You know what we're doing here. I am just excited about this show. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this show. All right. Daring to be different can be a little bit complicated at times. I find that sometimes, you know, daring to be different it can involve, it's, it's just, it's, um, how would I put it? Daring to be different is a unique capacity to be who you are, regardless of whether, I hope I've said that really good. Daring to be different is a unique capacity to actually do what you want to do in life and look weird, but not care. And so to me, it's like, it's just, it's just amazing how I can just be me and not care what anyone else thinks. Um, when we are faced with a, when we're faced with a, a challenge, when we're faced with um, something that may indeed change our lives, uh, change our direction. We have to think about the obstacle because either it is something that we do that is a good thing, uh, a career change, a life change, whatever the case may be, but it is an obstacle until you make up your mind. And being that it is an obstacle, we have to think of how we're going to deal with it. I personally, it's it's difficult. 
it's difficult. I'm going to take a short break because I'm trying to get this um, this show on the road. But at the same time, I'm trying to make a decision. You know, again, life-changing decisions, overcoming obstacles to manifest your dreams. And it's just something that I've been going through for the last few hours that will change the course of my life. But do I want to do that? Do I want to change the course of my life? When you are presented with a change, an obstacle, or something that kind of puts a a fork in the road, per se, in front of you, how do you do that? How do you manifest that? You know what? Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio. Hit us up and let us know how you handle these different things they may come in your way. Living. 
Hold on, I'm running back one more time. Back. And I'ma make you come right back like you left some. Keep going, baby, I'ma put you on. And it's so wet, but when it rains, of course. Treat your body like it's a stage when I perform. And I'ma keep going from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top. Cause you don't know your top. Then we go to your love, baby, you get on top. Cause you be going in whenever the beat drop. And there's time record, you do it like a top. Take your ass in the booth, you say team box. And I be going hard, and you down like a person. After I kill it, you gon' have to put it in the hurt. right here and again another wonderful wonderful interview and today we have an author on our show i am so honored i am so honored and i want to welcome uh dr kathy stewart to the show welcome so much to the show doctor how are you today i'm fine and thank you for having me uh, it's been nothing. It's it's just a pleasure. It's, it's nothing really. It's nothing. It's just a pleasure. I tell you. So tell me what you do and how you got started. Well, by profession, I'm a pharmacist by profession, and mm-hmm. this is the first book that I've ever written in my entire life. Um, I chose a a book um about one of the books in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I am a Christian, and um, I was interested in the book of Hebrews. Mm-hmm. So that's basically kind of how I got started. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Okay. So what, what interested you about the book of Hebrews? Why the book of Hebrews when there are so many books in the Bible? Well, basically, it's a book of encouragement. And I wrote this as a study guide for the layman on the book of Hebrews to explain uh, using a scriptural uh, lookup approach how Jesus Christ is superior in his person and in his ministry as our great high priest and how knowing this, uh, the the Christian believer is encouraged to persevere in their faith until the very end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you had a couple of issues with writer's block. How did you overcome that? <laughs> well, I just had to tough it out and just keep in mind that uh, the title of this book was Hebrews, It's Not How You Start, It's How You Finish. 
Mm-hmm. And so I said, if I'm going to have a title like that, then I must finish this thing. So that's basically what it was. You know, I just persevered through it. I made it through and got through the writer's block, which I guess uh, writers get from time to time and uh, was motivated by the title of my book. Okay. And what is the title of that book? Uh, Hebrews, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. How did you come up with that? Um, Well, I came up with it because, first of all, it's kind of the theme of the entire book. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, there was just this old, like, Shirley MacLaine song that Mm -hmm. uh, from her years ago, she... I sang this song, It's Not How You Start, It's How You Finish, and I kind of picked it up, you know, from this song, you know, that she sang years ago, but as I say, it was, it's basically the theme of the book in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. It's how a, um, um, it's not so much how um, a person who, like, say, professes to be a Christian starts, mm-hmm. uh, but you know how how they finish in the faith. That really shows whether they are a true born again believer. Is how they finish. Right. Well, and you know, and you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, what do you? I mean, you know, when when you think about the book and you think about all the things that you've placed in that book, what is the most important thing besides not you know just what you've said just now, but there has to be something else about this that may help other people get through and be encouraged. Well, definitely, um, since it centers around Jesus Christ, and it it magnifies him and uplifts him, uh, there are several verses in here that discuss how when he was came in his human form and his humanity, how he experienced so many things that uh, the human race experiences. And of course he was without sin, but mm-hmm. he experienced the, t- the temptations that we experience and the trials. And, but yet he persevered and he made it until the end. So that is an inspiration to all of us to press on and, and just uh, make it through. And it's going by his example. Um, and now, of course, he intercedes basically as our great high priest at the right hand of the Father, which is the best place for him to be seated to wow. intercede for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, wow. That is very important, I have to say, very, very important. And so, you know, when it came down to it, you know, when you thought about writing this book, Mm -hmm. were there any challenges that you faced before you put the pen to the paper? Uh, Challenges that I faced? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I guess the biggest challenge was I had never written a book before. Hmm. That was a a huge undertaking for me to actually uh, write a book. 
uh, I had an outline in mind and a title, and you know, um, I kind of worked from there, but I had never written a book before. So that was a big challenge to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wanted to en- encourage other people very much. So, um, uh, particularly, you know, I wrote this for a, an adult audience, but especially for women um, who often go through trials and they seem to be more interested in studying character studies, but not mm-hmm. doctrine. So I thought this would be very helpful to them, especially. Um, you know, I've had some trials in my own life. Uh, you know, financial concerns and job concerns, and I uh, even had some health issues. Um, you know, I I did have a breakdown a few years ago, mm-hmm. and so um, you know, it it's just I wanted to be an encouragement to others. You know, as they studied this book. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. And you're right. I mean, we do need encouragement. We do need that. We do need people who who can, you know, see further than than I can, than we can, than you know. So when you think about your book, and you think about everything that you that you've got, you know, gone through to write this book, to get it down, to do it. Tell me, uh, tell me exactly what you want the reader to take away with when they read this book. Well, I certainly want them to appreciate um, Jesus um, better because it is a very Christ-exalting book. And I hope that they would come away with a greater appreciation of him, that he would be magnified through it all, and that they would develop a deeper faith, a faith that um, encourages them to and their endurance to finish the Christian race of life. Um, That's what I want them to take away from it. And you're right. I mean, wow. Wow. (laughs) You know, know, I mean, there's so many different questions that you can ask. There's so many different avenues you could take, you know, because this opens up like, like they say, a can of worms kind of thing, you know, where, Mm -hmm. um, it, it can go so many different ways, but mm-hmm. I want people to go ahead and get the book. That's what I want them to do. I want them to check it out. I want them to go ahead and get the book and, and check it out for themselves. How can they do that? Mm-hmm. Well, um, they can certainly order it, you know, as far as availability is concerned from Amazon.com. I hope that once they get it into their hands, that they'll utilize it maybe in um, small groups for Mm -hmm. discussion, uh, maybe in Sunday school classes, that it will be put to use and utilized as a tool. You know, it's a handy tool. And like I say, I put in purposely a scriptural lookup and fill in the blank, fill in the blanks questions you know, types of those in there so that they would be able to delve into it and um, uh, get some meaning out of it, get some depth out of it. 
that's what my aspiration was. Awesome. Awesome. And you know, you, you can be your, your book, actually, I already put the link up on our Facebook page, but you do have a Facebook page. You do have an Instagram and a Twitter. Yes. The page for the website is kathystewarthebrews.com. And that again is kathystewarthebrews.com. So you guys can uh, go ahead and get that there. Check it out. Be a support. Miss um, Stewart, if there was one thing that you could leave with somebody, you know, today, the last, you know, the last statement, the last, uh, what would that be? Um, well, I guess my uh, last thing would be, um, no matter what trials that you face or that you are struggling with, know, again, that our Savior went through similar trials, similar temptations and yet he prevailed and mm -hmm. he made it and you can too if you hang in there and all you need to do is persevere in your faith uh, through your trial and you can make it knowing that he is on the throne seated at the right hand of the father and intercedes for you no matter what you're facing you can make it and that's what you know i definitely is a message that i want them to take away with them awesome 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 thank you again so much for being on the show doctor i appreciate it again everybody you can go ahead and go to kathystewarthebrews.com and check that out and be a support miss stewart thank you so much for being on the show well, thank you for having me again. I do appreciate it so much. There's no problem anytime. All right.
twice and um i just appreciate her her insight we have our our next guest on the line thank you so much for being a caller on dream chasers radio please tell everybody who you are and what you do please hello 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 y'all hear me hey i hear you i got you loud and clear what's up how you doing how you doing this is amazing uh i'm a poet um i'm a philosopher I'm an evolutionary. That's what I do. That's what I bring. Awesome. And uh, how you doing? Awesome. How you doing? <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Tell us how you got started. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, like this life chose me. My heart chose me. Uh, I didn't have my own little tragedies set back to set me up. And to be honest with you, uh, uh, I'm up. Uh, God has blessed me a lot. And I haven't been challenged a lot, but whenever I am challenged, I didn't know that uh, it would push me into being this. And I pretty much uh, started rapping in a group. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the dudes didn't want me in a group uh, for some reason. I can I didn't understand why. But uh, pretty much uh, he kind of told me, uh, you can't be in a group. And it got to the point where we said, you can't be in a group, but everybody else can. And then he, I never had nobody over. Yeah, that's crazy, right? That's crazy, right? But I know why. Though. People can feel your energy. They know when. Uh, they know when it's something. Sometimes they get intimidated. Sometimes they get inspired. You'll find out who you is. But uh, mm. pretty much, it was the first time uh, I had ever been challenged. Like nobody really. I, I never been bullied really. And uh, the dude, it even got to a point where it was about to get physical. But on a way, uh, like I made a song. I ended up making a song by myself, and everybody was like, "Wow, it's, it's good." Mm-hmm. And on the way to kind of trying to prove him wrong, I ended up finding out like, kind of what I was good at and why some of the stuff had been happening to me. And I mean, to be honest with you, uh, like I kind of speak my own language sometimes. Sometimes I get so caught up in metaphors, people get lost on what I'm saying all together. And I found out how to express myself through music. And I've been doing mm-hmm. it for about 10 years now. And uh, to be honest with you, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Like it's time more into my soul, uh, defining who I am and, to be honest with you, every day I wake up and I go to sleep. The other day I actually went to sleep and I could not stop getting, like, everything was around. I was actually kind of tripped out by it. But that's a, that's that's kind of to an extent how it chose me. Like, i always been around a pretty creative family. My grandma used to always uh, say these little rhymes uh, that I didn't even know. And my mom, when I leave out the room, she would be like, uh, don't take no wood nickels. And I just found out what that means today, though. But kind of mean don't take no, don't take a, don't be deceived by what things look like in face value. Like I mean, you know, a nickel's a nickel, but if it's wood, it ain't nothing. <laughs> but either way. Wow. Now you suffered a stroke in December of 2017. What a was stroke. that like for you? A stroke. Did I? 
<laughs> I, I don't think I was. It's just somebody. Okay, no, never mind. <laughs> I got okay, the wrong I one. Like, Whoa. I mean, I got my yeah. brother. No, time, see, so that's the thing. No, it's somebody else. I'm sorry, because they're supposed to be calling in and they didn't call in. But anyway, so okay, so <laughs> you you have gone through ups and downs. Tell me yes, about ma'am. something that has had to change your life, and and that fork in the road where it could take you one way or it could have taken you another. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, that was very uh, early in my life. Uh, I I ended up uh, I'm only 31. I just turned 31 last Friday. Yeah. And uh, I had a son. I had a son when I was when I was about sixteen years old, and uh, okay. I was a great kid. Like I mean, life has always been easy for me. Like I was pretty blessed, smart, like athletic. But I ended up having a kid, and to be honest with you, uh, that's when everything changed for me. Like I was, I pretty much I was one of those uh, like kids that you can be like, oh, I'm proud of my kids, and out of nowhere that happened. Like, and it, I guess it kind of make you grow up fast, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was a challenge to an extent. That same year was the first time I, I ever got arrested, and uh, like uh, it, it was, I didn't know how the system was. Uh, mm. And so, uh, you after like you, after you did that, after that happened, after your son was born, your life yeah, changed. Yeah. What was your focus like after that? Because I mean, you know, um, sometimes. People just don't change. Some people just keep going the same way. They barrel through it, and and yeah. and it's just not good for them. But how did you change your life around so that you can be a, a role model for your son? Oh, actually, that was everything. Like, uh, my son is the thing that actually keeps me grounded. He keeps, you know, my heart attached to this earth because I dream so much. That, to be honest with you, that's the only thing real that I almost know. The next thing mm-hmm. is my son. Um, he motivates me all the time. Like, I didn't. At first, I didn't even know what I was doing. All I knew is I had a lot of pride in myself, and I knew God had blessed me uh, with, with a lot. And I was like, I know that if he blessed me with this, then it's going to be handed down with him. And I wanted to give him the perspective on how things was going to be because some people I always tell everybody uh, life is fair. And I used to think life was fair too, but I wanted to give my son some real things and tell him that, hey, bro, like pretty much, Hey, you, you, I mean, you could be a superhero or a villain, but the fact of the matter is, you gonna have superpowers, and know everybody don't got these powers. Like, if you like, pretty much with greater uh, responsibility, it's gonna become. I mean, with great power, it's gonna become great responsibility as well. I mean, I remember the first time he told me he was getting bullied, and I, and I knew I was like, man, you a good kid, bro. Like, don't want to watch my bully, butch. And I said, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know how it is when you blessed. Like, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I said, everybody is not going to be inspired by it. Some people are actually going to be intimidated, intimidated by you, uh, about it. And they're mm-hmm. going to begin to kind of, I mean, uh, uh, depending on how the, the kind of person they are, that's the, it, it could affect them a certain kind of way. But, I mean, my, my son, I mean, to this day, like, I, I remember I immediately got a tattoo. I got, like, a little uh, uh, dog tag on my arm. So I, I was proud. Like, I told my friends, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a baby. And, Nobody actually knew that the the girl I was with. Like it was kind of plain. I just it was a puppy love. I, I ain't know. Don't tell nobody though. But either way, <laughs> like pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, uh, they was like, ah oh, man. I was just like, nah, bro. Actually, uh, like I didn't tell nobody, but I was like, it's what I planned. At the same time, you know what you plan ain't really what you plan. It's God's plan. And he was like, mm-hmm. hey, bro, it's, 
Yeah, I was. I mean, I was a spoiled little kid all the way up to that point. All the way up to that point, I was a really spoiled little kid. I was very privileged to an extent. Like, I, I, get, I don't know what privilege is for everybody, but privilege is for me is having the shoes that I want. That's all I live here <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> to, this, like, wow. to this day, that's what keeps me grounded. If, 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 if it wasn't for my son, I mean, I probably would not be able to express any ideas to you right now. Like, my, my flow has evolutionized, like, my like I become more relatable. Like, um, I did have a very different kind of life. Um, I actually have a twin brother or whatever. So I mean, that was, I I say it's my twin brother. I could, most people say my partner in crime, but honestly, like we didn't like he 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 made he was another reason why I am. And we did make competition. Uh, Modest until we are who we are. We uh, if you meet him, it's so crazy because people will not believe. After years, is somebody just like you? I'm like, actually, we, we not nothing alike. Like, I mean, his energy green, mine is gold. But either way, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow, like, wow. Mean, like, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting to the prime. Like, I mean, I said I'm 31. <laughs> like, I thought when I was 18, I was priming. And like, uh-huh. I just, I just recorded some songs the other day. And it, I mean, like, it's crazy how your art, like I said, it chooses you. How how they took uh, took a hold of me. Like, I used to wonder, like, content, I used to write songs. I don't even write songs anymore. Like, the more life teaches you, the more you have to talk about it. And I didn't know that you was actually going to have to go through the stuff for you to talk about it. Nobody <laughs> told me that being a rapper was going to be like that. Like, oh, I know the, I know how the young rappers is now. They just talk about cars, and I'm like, bro, that's not even life. I mean, after, after a while, it get boring. And to be real with you, that's not substance. That's not, I mean, it's, it, you call it content. But I'm the kind of dude, like, I would do this for free. Like, straight up, I would do this for free. I don't need, I I, been, I mean, I don't want to sound uh, narcissistic because conceited, but I don't need certain things to make value of me. Like, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, them clothes don't even become name brand until I put them on. Like, I make this mm-hmm. really big. But either way, mm-hmm. like, um, as far as my name, I, I call myself Amazing. It's just uh, Amazing with an E. My name is Eric, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I call it Amazing. Uh, it's one of those things that, like, uh, People always, uh, I didn't like it when people said it, but my mom always told me, it seems like you're a jack of trades. And it's just, I mean, people don't know if you decide to be good or something. And you're like, all you have to do is whatever you invest your time in. If you, if you sleep all day, then you're going to be real good at sleeping. If you run, you're going to be good at running. But whatever we do every day is what uh, develops us into who we are. And like this right here, man, like I love when I get to this part of my day. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I be, I'm. Every like everything I do is, is is revolving around like this dream, this dream. And like right now, it ain't dreaming no more. I am. Yeah, I think I'm up. We up. We up in this thing. So yeah, like I'm dreaming right now. But I'm look how far a dream can get you. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like I'm I'm 31. I've seen I've seen a lot. You I mean everybody has. But like, don't you get tired of seeing the same thing every day? Like honestly, like I don't want to. I dream my like in my world, black unicorns and pigs fly every day. Like. I mean, like, I swim in the sky. Like, other people be like, what you talking about? I breathe fire, bro. Like, you ain't never seen a dragon fall? They don't believe it. Like, they rather believe in dinosaurs. For real? If you say something, bro. Like, I've seen some bones. I don't know about that. Like, you talking about dinosaurs or whatever. Like, anything can happen. I'm walking mm-hmm. with my son from school, and I'm, teach- I'm every day, I'm going from the second to the third grade. I would tell him, hey, he'd be like, what you doing? I would, I would be skipping. Yeah, grown man skipping. Roman, like, yeah, it's all good, though. But uh, uh, I'll be skipping, and he'd be like, what you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to fly, bro. Every day I would have my son trying to fly. I was like, nah, the thing is, 
people think you can't fly, but it's because they quit trying because they told you that you couldn't fly, bro. Like, what if you mm-hmm. really do it? And you just got your mind all messed up, but that's what it's all about. Like, discover mm-hmm. who you really is. The faster you discover who you really is, the faster you tap into your powers. Like, straight up. Definitely. Definitely. Now, yeah. now, tell me, do you have a song that's out or anything like that right now? Uh, I actually have a, I have a song, uh, Crime to Be Great. Is uh, my, my new single. Is, uh, I think it's everywhere right now, but it's going to be dropping uh, April 1st. I have a Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. You can just go and check it out. Just type in Amazing. But uh, I have a lot of songs. Like, if you go on my uh, SoundCloud Reverb, you're going to see hundreds of songs. Uh, I'm working on an wow. album. Like, uh, I'm, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to make this big. Like uh, I can't wait to the to the world to hear to hear the song. I hope I hope y'all like it. Uh, it's not like I never tried to sound like nobody. Um, mm-hmm. If I do sound like somebody though, like uh, let me know what's up. Like I don't care. Like other artists are great too. Like it's okay. Like I like that. I hear you. But um, yeah, like I mean, it's a lot of man. Greatness is all around us, man. Every day. Well, like, it's just, give me like, a second. Sleep, okay. Give me a second. You ready? Go ahead and start that shit up Let the motherfucker burn Lights on Lights off Seen niggas like here Oh, you lost But look how I glow shining Oh, yeah, nigga, these niggas don't mind me It's a crime seat to be great Oh, for goodness sake, niggas, are you awake to see your dreams right in between reality as it defies all the fucking gravity? These calories be moving batteries, getting bigger, little nigga. Oh, these niggas say it's a uh, easy. Oh, yeah, they would be somebody to say they couldn't do that. It's not confusing. Cats to a mouse, rest to a snake. Oh, who's gonna make it? You gotta get eat or you ate. Eight niggas ain't enough to take, man. I said, it ain't fair the way they ain't aware. When they look into my eyes and see that fucking glare, they like, where it go? Which way? They put a spell on me and they will change. They own up So tell me what's next for you and how can people reach you? Um, uh, what's next for me, man, to be honest with you, I think I got a lot of, um, my uh, manager is actually working on uh, getting a signing. He's talking to Def Jam right now. Uh, if you want to uh-huh. reach me, you can reach me on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm on all that. It's amazing007. Uh, you can go just check it out. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash amazing. ReverbNation.com slash amazing. Uh, check out all the music. It's all free. I'm going to try to make sure everything's free as long as I can. Like, that's what okay. I mean. I told you ain't got a favor to do it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you reach out and I can touch you, like, I hope you don't burn yourself. But either way. <laughs> <laughs> so, amazing spelled how? Uh, E-M-A-Z-I-N-G. I and, spelled uh, you it look wrong. look on Twitter. Oh, I spelled okay. it wrong. Hold on a second. It's I'm going to write this down. E? Yeah. Hold on. M-A-Z-I-N-G. Okay. Yeah, it's just okay, not that amazing, it. but with an E. With an E. Passing. I got it. Yes, ma'am. He's been alive by 10, 11 years, about to turn 12 uh, next month. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy, dog. I ain't know he's been walking around, following me around, trying to be my shadow. But, <laughs> oh, then, who the hell had me? Well, he only come up sometimes, like, right? That's why, like, I work a lot at night. 
But like when that <laughs> cause when that moon hit, like that's when you get to see your shadow, dog. My shot I really can get it too. I'm always trying to be like him, but some of them I'm a little bit smaller all the time. Maybe get my weight up. Mm. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. You know, when people go through mm-hmm. something, when they go through situations, you have any suggestions for them? Anything that might have helped you get through your, your tough time? Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, yeah, I just took a dive on the deep end before. I actually... Uh, I'm a very confident guy, but uh, I even uh, had a time where I had a, a suicide one time. And mm. to be honest with you, uh, I was very fragile, very vulnerable. Like, young man, at the time, it was, it was some heartbreak type thing. But I noticed whenever we go through something, like, the only thing that we know about life is death is going to be there. And once you've seen death, if you survive death, then, like, it's nothing else to be scared of no more. Like, you've you seen death and you came back. You just like, oh my god, like I'm invincible in this thing. Like, if anybody is ever going through something, whatever they're going through, yeah, it's just that's the fact you're gonna go through it. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you can possibly, I know it's hard because we, we be human, but y'all need to stop trying to be human. Like, they do not pay nobody for being human, human ain't great. But, uh, like, try to get out your feelings. Like, I mean, I know it's, the feelings are great, like, love is a power, that's not no feel, but. Like, feelings are great, but, like, it's just, it's don't pass, just like the feeling don't pass, and, like, you don't wake up guaranteed to be stronger than ever, like, better than ever, wiser than ever, but make sure you learn something from it. Like, don't just go through it and don't learn anything from it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just get scars and put band-aids over them. Like, it's okay. Like, don't cover your scars. Just call them beauty mm-hmm. marks. It's, it's good. Like, you're going to be okay. And just, I mean, at the same time. Don't uh, tell everybody. I mean, it's all good to be good. Like we all good, but like shit, dog, why not be great, man? And they hate on it. Shit, at least they gonna remember you. They gonna remember you. Wow. Well, thank you so much, amazing, for being on the show, and for bringing your music and and doing what you do, and you know, and and for changing your life around. And thank you for uh, still. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I can thank you, but <laughs> thank thank the Most High that you're still here. Okay? Right. And that your son has right. a, a, a father figure to look up to. Yes, ma'am. I thank you so much. All right, then. Thank that, you. Take care. That's right. God bless. All right, you too. Wow, suicide. You know, that's a big deal nowadays, suicide. A lot of people are taking their lives, even young kids, for bullying. And uh, it's a sad thing. Um you know, in the future, in the near future, I'm going to do a, a specific show um, so that we can maybe touch on these these um, issues because these are things that will hinder and terminate the life of a person, even a young person, so that you, their dreams will just never, you know, never come true. That's a travesty within itself. I want to thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. Hey, and don't forget, today is a special episode. Charles D. Clark from the hit show Empire will be on later to talk about his ups, his downs, and how he is on the road to success. We'll be right back. Don't you forget to keep this man right here. I did to be different. I did to be different. 
Like a rocket ship. My drink deep purple, just like rockin'. Way to profit it. Run the bank like it's Providence. Six points, waiting for the hour just to drop them in. Bubble guts all up in my stomach, think they clocking. I wasn't aiming for a scholarship. My brain was feeling tolerant. The cash was looking dominant. See what made me get up out of it. I should have been the college kid if I can get intoxicated. I contemplated and concentrated on every angle. I probably died, but I broke the halo of every angel. We live in fables, they need control, but it's okay though. They say I'm saying that they booty off and do tomatoes. Right through the table, six feet under the pavement. You finally famous, it's at home, stomach aching. I'm here for taking the flames right out of Satan. Just trying to make it, I'm not even trying to be the greatest. In the pool, feel it marvelous. Word. In the pool, feeling marvelous, 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 marvelous. In the pool, feeling marvelous, 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 marvelous. In the pool, feeling marvelous. Word, blasphemous in my prime like optimist, smoking in this lava pit, blowing all my cannabis. We smoking cactus. I get back on this. I really run this. Now get back in this mothership before the summer hit Ain't never been a slave Ain't shit a nigga slave for Looking back at all this shit that can't even pay for Cheated the system, yanked out their wisdom The black Robin Hood man of my kingdom Since I was robbing the rich and cheating the poor Did whatever it took in the hood just to even the score We preaching over the core and is asking for more This my demon flow up Cause they ask for gore When they start asking for gore More bodies get dragged to the morgue More blood ends up on my floor That's just really staining my cause And then we plug in the source That's really been doubting my force Cause I go after my n- Just obsessed with the flaws Yeah, I'm so obsessed with the flaws And I go after my mind I'm obsessed with the flaws I'm obsessed with the flaws On my mama, my n- girl, I'm so obsessed with the flaws The flaws So obsessed So obsessed So obsessed So obsessed Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Um, Linda Washington. Um, I wrote a song. 
You did. And I'm a nurse. Yeah. And not only that, you are a breast cancer survivor. Yes, I am. Amazing. You know, first of all, how did you get into music? I wrote that song because my heart was broken when I um, started to date after breast cancer. Mm. And what, I mean, getting over this obstacle of breast cancer, what was that like for you? I mean, because there, there might be people listening today that need, you know, to need to hear your story because it's inspirational. It definitely is. It's, it's hard because you think I, I, I fought breast cancer, so you would think, okay, I did the hard part, but it's what comes after that's hard. Um, the rejection, the verbally, mentally, physically abuse that one gets when they um, tell somebody they're a breast cancer survivor. So you have wow. to have a lot of, um, I guess, backbone. Wow. That rejection. I never thought that that would even happen. What what I mean, I'm I'm not understanding cuz I don't I don't know the situation, but what what why would people reject you? Well, in my case, I started feeling good about myself and I said, "Okay, I'm, I want to date." So I I started dating and I met this guy. He he cheated. On me, and I was told that um, he needed to be with somebody that has real breast, <laughs> and <laughs> and that hurt my soul. And he told me I need to get used to that because nobody gonna want anybody that doesn't, that doesn't have breasts. And I'm like, okay, well I have breasts, but that's the kind of um, talk people like to say. When they hear you're a breast cancer survivor. So, yeah, I've been physically and mentally and verbally abused. That man is not worthy of you, darling. I know. Not worthy. It took a long time. It took a long time. Superficial. I'm not even going to go with the rest of the words that are in my mind right now. (laughs) Superficial is the nicest thing I can say. And the rest would, would not be becoming of Yaya to say on the air. But okay, okay, so on the lighter side, getting through that, you know, going through your obstacles, because today's show is about obstacles, and and everybody has them. And and you know what? You're a breast-freaking cancer survivor, girl. You are a strong woman. Congratulations on making it through. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Not only that, you're a single mother of four. Yes, I am. And over 20 years in the health profession? Yes. Tell me about all of this and going through cancer. How did you get through it? What was the one thing that got you through? My kids. I hear you. Um, my kids have ripped me through everything. When I got sick, they was patting my back. Um, when I cried, they cried. I mean, when I was in surgery... They sitting right there with me, so my kids was um, a big part of my recovery uh, when dealing breast cancer. Wow. If it wasn't for them, I don't know what what I would have done. 
Wow. So this is your song. What do you name this song? I mean, I know the name of it is Take Me, I'm Yours, but what is this song for you? Specifically, if you could put an emotion to this song, what would that emotion be for this song for you? Life. Um, I think every woman wants to feel needed and loved. Um, but even more, after you have to deal with breast cancer, and you and you want that a little more, and um, that's what comes to my mind. Just living again and believing that you can find love, and mm-hmm. it can happen. Living life after breast cancer can be, wow. You know, I have a lot of my friends that have gone through cancer, not specifically breast cancer, but just cancer in general. I don't Uh think there's anybody that that doesn't have someone that's gone through cancer in their lives, you know what I mean? And um, getting through that is is a difficult thing within itself. Did you feel alone at times, though? Even though you had your children next to you, did you feel like this was a journey that only you were going through? Yes. You know, because my family, when I found out I had cancer, the first person I called was my mom. I said, um, who had cancer in the family? She's breast cancer. She said, nobody has it. And I'm like, well, why do I have it? Mm. So, you know, it was it was a lot. I felt alone. I cried a mm. lot. And um, I pushed a lot of people away, too, mm-hmm. uh, when I was sick. So it's hard. It really is. Mm-hmm. How did you recuperate? yourself from all the mistakes that you made during the time when you felt you were alone and that you wanted to push people away. You know, I I understand that. I understand why people want to push others away. You don't want them to go through the heartache you're going through and you want to spare them uh, emotional pain and suffering and and also to isolate yourself because, you know, you feel like as if you're the only one going through this. Um, But emotionally on the inside, you are pushing people away because you want to uh, basically, there's an instinct uh, that we have to die alone. Yes. And so, how did you recuperate all that? I met somebody, and um, he seen me. Mm. He didn't see my scars. Mm-hmm. And what I did is I let my fear of getting rejected, and I pushed them away. Mm. And um, <laughs> I live with that every day. And when I was writing my song, I was thinking about him when I wrote it. If you could, is he still in your life or he's not in your life any longer? No, I don't, I, he probably got married or got kids now. I haven't heard from him or nothing. If you could talk to him and tell him anything, what would that be today? That he was the one that I loved, and I should have never let him get away. There's some hard lessons to learn in life. It is. Some some regretful things that I think everybody has done something. You're not alone on this, sister. You're not alone at all. Um, And I realize that the pain, a lot of times we relive it because of the mistake. It's just so so hard to deal with. can't believe you did it. But at that time, in that moment, 
you felt like that was the best thing that, you know, that you did for yourself because you felt bad for yourself. Um, You know, at, at this moment in time, though, I hope that the mistakes that all of us have learned, not just you, but me too, um, will, you know, be a lesson learned so that we can move forward in our lives. So we're going to go ahead and play your song, Take Me, I'm Yours, right now, you guys. Here it is. Linda Washington with Take Me, I'm Yours. Oh, I need the only one I see you. 
Wow. I love that song. That's very, very touching. Wow. So what are you going to do now that you've started your music and you're and you're doing this thing? What what's next for you? Um I have my second book get ready to come out. <laughs> mm. Um Yeah, I just want to to people women that has breast cancer to know that they're beautiful inside mm-hmm. and out and that um everybody deserves to be loved. And yeah. um, just don't let that special one slip away because of fear, like I did. Right, right. And so let me ask you a question. I'm sure that a lot of men are listening right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you on the market for a lover? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> well, you heard that, you guys. Where can we reach you? <laughs> um, you can um on Facebook. Um, I mean, personally wise. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you know, whatever you want the people to contact you, they might want to read your first book. Who knows? Uh, well, you can reach me on Facebook at For Forbidden and Broken: Finding Love Behind the Scars. Is that your Facebook page, page, or is yeah, that... that's my fake book. That's my fake my Facebook page for my book. Okay, let me forbidden and broken. Finding and love. Mhm. Finding love okay. behind the scars. I got you. Mhm. All right, so I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go ahead and copy and paste that into our browser. You guys know the deal. We're gonna put that into our browser, and you guys can go and copy and paste, and make sure that you uh that you visit and that you support. And most of all, that you love this sister who is a strong sister. And let me tell you something. Anybody that grabs you girlfriend is going to have a love for life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's wonderful Thank you that very you much. Eat. Hey, you know what? A lot of people are so superficial. You know, life is, is fleeting. And if, if you know, and I'm going to go there, and, and you know, breasts are breasts and all that. I understand that, you know, but when you're going through something and you got a strong woman that can get through what you're going through, uh-huh. man, shoot, sweep that woman up off of her feet and never let her go. That's how I Yeah, but society got everybody thinking that you got to be a double D or what is Well, let me tell you, let me, <laughs> let me tell you something. This is called Dream Chasers Dare to be Different. Just dare to be different. Yeah. <laughs> Just dare to be different, <laughs> you know. You know, just dare to be different. And and yeah. you keep going, sister. And you, and you know what? Don't stop singing. Don't no. stop singing. No, keep going. Keep going. I will. I All will. Right. And thank you for having me on your show. And thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it so much. And when you get that new song, you shoot it to me, okay? I sure will. All you right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Wow, author, mother of four, single mother of four, breast cancer survivor, and working in the health field for over 20 years. Her song, Take Me on Yours, is her emotional life song. And you can reach her on the link we put up there. Man, amazing. You know, the talent that we have here on this show is is, is, is just amazing. And over 10 years of being on the air, you know, we have 
those one one shows that you know those 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 momentous and and just iconic shows that just touches the heart and i i don't purposely try to touch people's heart i just try to say look you can do it and obviously she overcame the obstacle of her breast cancer and it took her a minute to get past the hurt that she felt and also she felt a little bit like as if she didn't deserve the love that she was getting. And you know what? That happens to everybody at one point in life where you, you know, but you got to turn your life around and you have your life in your hands to do it. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. And the next person that we have on the show, you got it. Mr. Charles D. Clark himself of Empire. We'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. Well, you know, it's no mystery that when you sit down on the couch and you turn on some of your favorite shows, you're going to see this gentleman there. His name is Charles D. Clark, and he is on the rise. But we're not really interested in where he is at the moment. What we're interested in is his journey to get there. Thank you so much for calling into the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello. Hmm. Okay, so we have had so many wonderful guests on the show. Definitely had so many wonderful guests on the show. I want to make sure that this is Mr. Clark that's going to be calling in soon. So uh, we're going to take a short break. We're going to have some more music. And I did tell him to call in in a couple of minutes, so, you know, I'm expecting him. I am excited. I'm excited because I'm excited about his journey. Gosh, if you guys if you guys have heard his journey, you would know. You would know. I mean, you would definitely know what I'm talking about. Uh give me a second, let me see what we got here. Hello, thank you for calling in to Dream Chasers Radio. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. This is Charles. How you doing? Hey Charles, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We are having a great show. Just a lot of people coming over and talking, you know, talking about their obstacles. And I was telling people about you, and uh, I said, you know, it's not where you're at, but where you came from that we're interested. And I just want to know, you know, how did you get started? Oh wow. Uh, well, you know, as, as everybody uh, knows, and some who don't know, um, you know, my father died when I was six. I got to the you know, the game banging, uh, you know, lifestyle, doing the force of selling drugs, and then ultimately um, I landed in federal prison most of my 20s. I did almost eight years in prison. And um, as God started to mold my life, and, you know, I call it spiritual surgery to my life, 
uh, I realized that I wanted to inspire people. But I never thought I would inspire them not just through speaking but also through acting. Um, so my grandmother came to visit me. Uh, she didn't visit me my whole time I was in, in prison because she couldn't take see me behind bars. Um, mm. She came to visit me uh, probably, what, five, six months prior to my release. And um, I remember when they called my name, and they, um, you know, I was looking through the window, and I see her going across the little, you know, sidewalk to the visiting room. I was like, wow, that's my grandma. It's been all this time. She still looks the same. So to make a long story short, as I was going inside the visiting room, um, my aunt and uncle was with her, and my uncle set her down, and my aunt rushed over to me. And she says, nephew, listen to me. Look at my face. Look at me. And I said, um, what's going on? And I said, that's grandma. And she says, well, your grandmother is um, dying. I mm. said, dying? What do you mean she's dying? And she said, well, she had dementia. She got two brain tumors. Um, and right now she thinks that she is coming to visit your dad in a military base. My dad's a special forces. And she thought, and she's thinking that I'm my dad. So my aunt said, for these two and a half hours, you have to act like your dad. Anything different to put stress on her, based on what the doctor said. You have to play along. So when I do mm. my speaking engagements, I always say that my grandmother gave me my first audition. Um, so imagine, not only have I seen my grandma um, in almost eight years, I'm sitting there beside her, holding my hand, looking through her eyes. I can see her fading away, like it was evident. And I'd become the very person that was my hero, you know, my dad, and act like him. So mm. imagine the emotions I had to control. I had to, you know, you know, and be transparent in a lot of ways you know, for her for her sake. Um, so I remember everything. I heard about my dad, you know, you know, when he was in the military, and I remember how he used to bring her her favorite fried chicken, three-piece meal from Golden Skillet. So when she asked about it, I was prepared for it. And there's a lot like truth, some kind of truth in their character. Uh, in order mm-hmm. to bring it out, be relevant, study it. What's his dislike? Where's it come from? So that's that was that's when I knew. I said, you know what? I can I can do this. If I made it through that, I can do anything. And uh, when I got out of prison in 2009, February 18th, um, my daughter was born uh, the very next year. Uh, school, mm-hmm. right now she's now eight. She'd be nine, and uh, mm-hmm. she almost died at birth. So now accountability set in. I, I realized it wasn't about me. And um, I started doing a little web series and stuff here and there. Nothing big. Just, you know, get my foot wet. And then I went back to college for psychology. Started doing mm-hmm. free speaking events or seminars. Then I started getting paid for it. And then um, everything just went on from there. And the, the big turn was when, when I was working as a behavior specialist and uh, suicide counselor. I heard about Empire. Uh, everybody knows Taraji and Terrence Howard. I've been, you know, following them, inspired by them, hustling and flow. Like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, hands down. So when I heard about, wow, they're back together again in this, you know, musical drama TV series. Uh, it was like the end of season two, going to season three. And then one of my favorite rappers was Exhibit. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like Ice Cube and Ice T, you know, he became, you know, a pretty, you know, you know decent actor. So right. I was like, well, okay, wow. So I um, thought they were shooting in New York because of New York setting, and I found out that they were shooting Empire in Chicago. That was a fourteen hour that's a fourteen hour drive from where I live, and I mm. wasn't going to do it. But then I prayed. I said, God, you know, I want to get into acting. I know Empire, you know, is one of the hottest shows right now on Fox, but 
mm-hmm. 14 hours away. But then God said, how many miles did you travel when you were selling drugs? And pick up that ship. Yeah. <laughs> I used to go to California all the time, in Texas and everywhere else. So oh my we gosh. had much farther. <laughs> so um, once I went up, um, drove up there, um, I was just an extra background. I went up there, I drove up there seven times. Um, and I was getting frustrated. I was ready to give up. People was telling me, Charles, it's not worth it just to be an extra. But then I realized one thing. Unless you're born into a Hollywood family, unless you're that person who just at the right place at the right time to get that um, perfect gig that would give you that breakout role, you have to start as an extra background to learn yeah. the set mm-hmm. lingo and, and, and the set etiquette, you know, etiquette and, and just to, to know what it, what it is to be a working actor. Um, mm-hmm. The eighth time I went up there, um, they had overbooked me and they sent me to the wrong set. But because they are they familiar who I who I was because I, I traveled to fathers and anybody on the set. Um, they told me uh, it was a, the scene where Shine and Nessa was on the stage celebrating her brother Deb Stone and Andre and was in there. But anyway, um, I was supposed to be in the crowd scene. I never forget Exhibit came by, gave me that like he knew me, and I was like, wow, this is Exhibit. And um, the the assistant director uh, called me up on the stage. He says, um, asking my name, you know, where I'm from. He said, I'm going to do a camera test real quick. Um, I did a camera test, and he said, well, today you're going to be a goon. I was like, okay. And I was like, you know, a goon for who? They said, oh, exhibit. I said, oh, okay. Now, I'm going to tell you the storyline like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was on exhibit's birthday, 18 hours, 18-hour day. I mean, it was ordered mm. pizza and subs 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Empire, do not play around. Yeah. <laughs> So mm. um, I drove back home, and I was like, wow, you know, to be a part of that, that experience. And it wasn't certain that I, had, I was going to come back ever, you know, a regular goon. It was just for that night or that day or whatever. And um, mm. I remember um, my job, when I went back to my job, they had a meeting with me. They said, Charles, you're up for a promotion. Um, your turnover rate with the clients are, are, are phenomenal, but – that's one thing. We cannot let you off anymore for your acting. Uh, you have to choose. And I'm saying to myself, that was like the, one of the worst moments of my life. Because I'm just like, well, I'm making good money here, but I'm going to do extra work there. And mind you, I was paying my, you know, paying to go up there. You know, I wasn't making anything as an extra. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, my boss, who's also an Empire fan, she was very supportive. And um, uh, her name was Tammy. And she... Um, she said, follow your dreams, follow your heart. We support you no matter what. Just put it in two weeks' notice, you know, leave, you know, respectively, and um, go follow your dreams. I, I faith in you. And then I went home. I left I had my daughter, and my daughter says, Daddy, I had a dream that you would get an Oscar and an Emmy. And I was like, what? Mm. She says, yeah. <laughs> so I knew then God spoke through her. So I put in my two weeks' notice, and within that following week, uh, Empire casting department hit me up and says, Charles, we want you to be featured real girl, uh, going for shine for the entirety of his character on the show. And mm. that's when I said, oh, Lord, it's about to go down. And uh, <laughs> even though I didn't have no lines, but the fact was I was so highly featured and became a regular, you know, one of the regular you know, members, cast members um, of the Oscarize, and then – it just took off, and everybody knew who I was. I, mean, I was, I was a, a standout on there, you know. I'm six one, two seven, light skin, bald head. Everybody said I like Suge Knight or whatever. 
So I'm a standout in the, in the Goon Squad. And then they just showed me a lot of love. And um, uh, shout out to uh, one of my mentors and my fam, Steve D'Amato, who's the AD, system director for Empire. He really mm-hmm. gave me a lot of camera time and really gave me a position to where uh, millions of people know who I was because, as we know, season three and four was the highest rated seasons ever in Empire when Shia mm-hmm. was on that. When we was on that. So um, mm-hmm. that has opened so many doors from TV One to ID Channel, movies, and here we are. And I, mm-hmm. Along the journey, I met great people such as yourself. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, yeah. your story of being in prison. That 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 was that must have been tell me how you got over that because a lot of people don't get over that. They don't get over the fact that oh well I'm no good because I've been in prison. Um, you know, my my son that I adopted when he was nine years old was killed in prison last year. And that hurt me. He kept saying how he wasn't uh, I'm getting feedback. He wasn't um, good enough to be out of prison, that he didn't know anything else. But I kept trying to reel him in and bring him, you know, where I was and help him. And he just wouldn't accept it. How did you get over it? Uh, well, with me, uh, accountability. A lot of people would have blamed the world or, or, or they blame themselves, uh, which you should blame yourself because you put yourself in a predicament. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, I'm a, by nature, I adapt to an environment to find the best things of an environment. Now, of course, I'm not saying that you can find the best things in prison because nobody wants to be in prison, but reality set in that I can't worry about what's going on the outside because it, it'll kill me. It'll drive me crazy. I have to worry about, you know, in the establishment that I'm in. I knew I had, I knew I had some years to do, so I made myself useful. I read, I studied, I kept up with the times of things. Um, a lot of times people who came into prison who were doctors, lawyers, politicians, I mean, all different types of people that you can't even get close to if you was, you know, in the street. They had, they'd be heavily guarded. Um, so when they came in, nobody cared about them being a politician or a doctor or a lawyer or a uh, you know, board of advisory of a, a Fortune 500 company. You were a prisoner there. And so uh, they used to come to me because I had a nice little group of people that I rolled with, my highly respected, and they actually, you know, offered me money, you know, you know to protect them or mission about it to them and everything. And, and I told them, I said, I don't want your money. I want your brain. I want your knowledge. So when I get back out here in these streets, I'm going to use everything that God has given me his way and what you're going to give me, and I'm going to utilize that. And I did that. I did that. So I kept myself productive. Um, when they used to call me my prison number, uh, or whatever. I didn't respond to him. I got thrown in a hole twice for that. At some point, I think it was like my third year in my bid, I said, that's not mine. I said, that's not who I am. I'm Charles Demetrius Clark. I'm a man that served God, and God forgave me. And whether you forgive me or not, or whether you see the greatness in me, I refuse to be a prison number or part of your, of your underground stock. I'm more than a prisoner. I said, I'm more free than him than I was in the streets. So my name is Charles Demetrius Clark. And to the point that they really couldn't put me in the hole no more because I filled it. And um, wow. it's just, just I, I just realized, like, you know, and, and, and I guess the one of the things is, too, it's sort of like saying, how can I inspire somebody on something if I've never been through it? Like, I had to go through it. 
And a lot of people understand when you go through a struggle, it becomes a strength, and your tribulation becomes your triumph. These things have to happen in your life in order you to find those who will never make it if they've been through it themselves. God mm-hmm. put the barrier of the burden on, on, on certain people. That's what the Bible says. Many was called, but few was chosen. Because mm-hmm. we have to realize that we was chosen to go through these things. And I'm not saying that God is saying you have to always suffer to be great. But at some point in your life, you have to understand the most painful experiences you have to have some knowledge about. Because when you run across those people, you know, that can't do it. When you go to a speaking engagement or a seminar or just somebody in the street, the first thing will ask you, how do you know? How can you relate to what I'm going through? Mm-hmm. And when they realize that you've been through something even bigger, it's like, wait a minute. So you've been through this, and then you're doing this? Now I need to talk to you. And that's how word gets around. Um, and then the, the, the most important thing, I give God the glory. I don't take no credit for anything that I've, I've accomplished. I, I refuse to say that it's it's been me. If it was me, I would have messed up again a long time ago. If it was me, I would have went back to the street and sold drugs. If it was me, I would be doing more shootouts and, and, and being chaotic like I used to be back in the day because of God. That's who it is. And I always um, tell people that if you want to know if God is real, look at yourself in the mirror because if you're dead, you can't. You want to know God is real? Look at your social media posts because dead people can't post up to the social media. Those are the things I try to tell people. Love mm-hmm. is a blessing, and your breakthrough will love you. The blessing is not a breakthrough. I just come to the conclusion the way God put in my spirit. The blessing is accepting that God is giving you another day to live to be a better person. Mm-hmm. He rewards you with the breakthrough, the, the, the miraculous thing that was un, unsuspected. Those are the breakthroughs. Um, so when you honor the the, the, the foundation of the blessed life, life, because the most of a promise, then you'll get your breakthroughs, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what life is about. A lot of people seek things in the wrong places or they seek things in the right places but the wrong things, get the balance of two out. And we have to realize that the blessings uh, that we that come, you know, that they, they turn to the breakthroughs. Uh, they are always there waiting for us. They're knocking on our door. We've got so much things in our spiritual home, there's no room for it. You have to clean the house. So you got to make space. When God brings something into your life, it's magnificent. I was just said on social media, you cannot be average serving a phenomenal God. He's above <laughs> average. How oh, dare yeah. you ask for a blessing when your mind and your spirit is living in an average way of being? It's impossible. It's impossible. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. You know, I, I, I admire you because you've done what a lot of people say might be impossible to come back from. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I was so interested in your story, you know, where you came from. That's important here on Dream Chasers Radio. You know, we are all striving to, to go after our goals and to become something. And we have dreams. Uh, a lot of people, like like my previous guest, she survived yes, breast she survived. cancer. You know, these oh, are things that we survive. These are obstacles. And I love it. I love that you've gone over and beyond what people would say you couldn't even accomplish in the first place. Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's been it's been a rough journey. I'm not trying to be, oh, I'm Charles D. Clark, and it's been Peachy King. No, it hasn't. Um, there were times <laughs> where I was ready to give up. There was times where 
I was angry. I was questioning God. There was times where I said, why put me in this if, if, if you say you love me? Um, and anybody watch my videos and, and, and you know, the seminars that I've done, I've never painted myself to be a perfect person because God changed me. People don't realize when you get the concept of what God has for you, when you understand the blueprint, when you've been engaged into your destiny, you become a threat to the enemy. Now he's going to go through your kids, your wife, your girlfriend, husband, whatever. Whoever is close to you, whoever can have some kind of impact on the way you think, the way you move, the way you react, he used them. Chestnut checkers. He used those people. And we have to realize that when he does that, it takes us away from the attraction because of his distraction. So what do we need to do? And I tell people, the biggest thing is, is that prepare for that war, the spiritual warfare. Prepare for that battle. Because if you plan on being the, the greatest stuff of you, if you plan on carrying the assignments of the Almighty, you better be ready when the enemy's coming. He's going to come and get you. But how you respond to how your faith, your belief in God by his grace and mercy, you're going to win. And when you win, oh, my God, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful. So that's very important. And I tell people all the time, um, I mean, of course, you know, I get my drink on here and there I mean, when I celebrate. I don't drink too much because I don't know if I'm going to call you know, for a role or audition. But mm-hmm. I tell people, I'm a, I'm a regular, everyday um, guy, you know. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I say a curse word here and there. I'm like, oh, let me wash my mouth off real quick. Um, <laughs> you do it, you know. Um, and, and when you come on, see, the thing about it is when you come into the public eye, when you become a public figure, and when you act like that you're perfect, they, people, the audience will hold you accountable. Nobody yeah. can hold me accountable for anything outside of me being human and, and increasing to my strengths, my journey, and loving everybody. Because I see so many people, they act holier than thou. And I know we all know these type of people. And I don't, I'm not going to hate on them or nothing, I mean, because I haven't hated my heart. But it mm-hmm. bothers me just because there are people out there who really need them, homeless people, you know, who, most of them is veterans, people who's been yeah. raped, okay, uh, mm-hmm. People who's fighting cancer. So my thing is, is that when you see me on social media talking about these things, remember this. Get remember this one thing. I'm actually out here in the streets doing that. I do fundraisers. I do food drives. I um, get um, donations for the homeless people, especially our veterans. I um, help connect the dots so people can get funding, you know, for different cancer research, um, you know, programs and, and or different type of families or whatever I can do to be a part of that. So mm-hmm. I'm actually putting in the work. But when you come on social media or, 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 or go to these seminars and people talking about what needs to be done, but what are you actually doing? One of the things I was, that, that really got me in the public eye, Baltimore riots. I know you remember that. That was worldwide. Yeah. Okay. Baltimore was so bad, it beat out the um, L.A. riot. You know, L.A. riot was the, the biggest riot. Baltimore yeah. That I mean, I believe that I think um, LA riot lasted for, for a couple of days. Baltimore lasted a little bit over a week, and it wasn't mm-hmm. about the adults; it was about the, the young kids and youth, because they was trying to tell the city of Baltimore, "We need this. We need this for our city," and they didn't listen. So they said, "You know what? We're tired." And then congestion was pretty great. That was the icing on the cake, and look what happened. And mm-hmm. um, so I so I was down there while it was happening. And I mm. was there. Part of the, I was there after that. Part of the one Baltimore movement with Pastor Jamal Bryant, uh, Jeff Johnson known for BET and stuff, and other 
you know, uh, high-profile political uh, political and uh, figures, and you know, uh, you know, of, of also the Christian world as well. Um, so I was there, um, and and my, my thing is, I was you know on conference calls uh, with different people from the White House talking about you know gun control and and, and raising money for the um, you know for the homeless people and you know feeding the children internationally or whatever. So. Um, I was, you know, because I felt in my heart that if we help all people internationally, they would come over here and do the things they're doing that we consider as being illegal or, or, or whatever. I mean, we all live together. I don't care what race you are. So I've been active in all that. It's, it's, it's still, you know, when I can because my career has been elevated, but I, I'm still very much a part of that network. And um, I just think it's important. Actions speak louder than words. So yeah. we have people like myself, people like you who's actually putting the action into the format of change, then the world be a better place. You know, I think I can do more. <laughs> I'm always thinking I can do more. Um, you know, I, I just I admire people who actually have the time to get out more than I can and do, do the things that, you know, that you really want to do. Now, congratulations on all the new roles that you have coming up. Um, you know, you have the the um, the drama action drama movie The Bridge coming up. You have uh, you have Ruth. Was this uh, Brutus? Yeah, Volkov. Volkov by Elysian Productions. Shout out to my Volkov family. Uh, to our amazing director, filmmaker George Sibyl. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, also to his wife, we read productions like like a, I mean, perfectly. Uh, Candace. Uh, to his mm-hmm. son. Who plays young Volkov did an excellent job. Who I'm, I'm going to also um, help mentor. But yeah, that um, the bridge um, and I, um, I'm part of a, the a true crime. Show. True crime TV yeah, show. Yeah, true crime show, which I'll be announcing soon. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I'm part of the DC Comics Warner Brothers Television family. Um, mm. I'll be announcing that show as well. And then I just locked in two more uh, movies. One will be on Netflix, and the other one they still decide. Um, so I'm actually preparing for that right now. Very talented roles, but yeah. Um, it, I see it, you at 3:02 a.m. You still grinding, boy? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and people don't understand, like, um, my hours. When you're a full-time professional actor, you don't work a nine-to-five. It's all types of hours. So my body's accustomed to certain hours. And also, I have to feel the mood of things. Like this role that I'm doing now, again, okay, coming up. Oh, it's 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 like a like a four eighty times a thousand of roles that I usually play. And I think honestly, this will be the role that's going to take um, me to a different level, not only as a method actor, but just um, you know in general. Um, so it, yeah, it, yeah, be prepared. It's, it's going to be going to be exciting. And again, God gets the glory. Um, also, I'm on the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, starting Denny McBride and um, John Goodman, uh, which is going to be on HBO this year. And I'm already in three movies that I've already done that's coming up this summer. Uh, big story mm. um, that was mm. featured in. So, yeah. Right. right. Wow. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show and for bringing your message. You know, you are inspirational, definitely out there doing your thing, and you've overcome so many different things. And I always tell people there is no really, there is only one excuse. Um, either you are paralyzed, you can't do it. But even then, you know, you have people who are doing it. But I'm talking about paralyzed, like you can't do anything or dead. Mm-hmm. Those are 
those are the two main reasons why you're just not doing anything. Other than that, there really is no excuse. There really is no exactly. excuse. If you were to say the one thing for, you know, just that one thing that somebody needs to hear to move forward, because I'm going to tell you right now, I was at a fork in the road in my life and you just changed my mind. So, but I want to know, what would you tell them? There's a lot of things, but, but but the main thing is is that trust the process and let God do the rest. Trust the process. I am a firm believer. If you trust life, the nature of life, and the progression of what God is doing, not what the world is doing, what God is doing, um, you're going to get to your destination eventually. Everybody's mm-hmm. course of action, course of destinations, and course of, of, of journeys is different. But at the end of the day, it's for the glory of the Almighty. It's for the, the glory of just his existence. You know, um, so that's why I had to trust the process. I had to trust that me going to um, Chicago 14-hour drive wasn't um, null and void. I had to trust the process that when people told me that I would never become a SAG actor unless I do this, that, and the other, and I became a SAG actor before they did within a year and a half when they have been doing it for five years and still ain't doing it. Because God mm-hmm. released that in the process. When people said that becoming a motivational speaker was very hard, but now I have almost 12 awards. Uh, I got one coming my way, the way things looking. Uh, and I'm not saying the boast. So let me clarify that. People already know me. I don't boast about nothing. I'm simply saying that everything that people say I couldn't do, God says already done. So anybody mm-hmm. who's out there listening, I know you can do it. I know you can. Remember this one thing right here. Um, when a a when a uh, a calipose in a cocoon, if you break the cocoon, it can never become a butterfly. You know why? Because when a calipose in a cocoon, it when it's trying to push to break through it, it pu- it push the, it push the blood into the into the veins, the unborn veins, and that's how they turn into a butterfly. The wings come out, they change the different colors, and they transform. So mm. simply embrace the struggle. That struggle is the key. It's the key. You know, it's sort of like saying, think about when you put a key in the door. You open it up, oh, man, it comes right open. Mm-hmm. But look at the grooves in that key. Look at the grooves uh, that, that, that it takes to make a key. Now, imagine you saying, I don't want no grooves in my key. I want my key to be, you know, straight. No grooves, no curves. But, the, but for you to get inside your house, for you to get inside the house of your blessings, that lock has curves and stuff inside of it. And unless you come with those curves and grooves and those rigid uh, you know, uh, pieces in that key, it's not going to open. In other words, what I'm saying is that know the lock that you're about to open. God is waiting for you. Mm. Mm. I love that. I love that. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate definitely that you're on the show. If there's anything that you want to talk about ever, just, you know, let me know. Shoot me a, a link. You got my number. You got you got my, you know, you got my attention. And uh, if anything we can do on this end, just let me know. Oh, likewise. Shout out to my manager, Tiffany Gaines, and everybody yes. on the roster. Yep. Also to a fiance, my wife, her king, Demetrius, and the whole TGM uh, management, and also the TBMB. Um, I, I'm, I'm loving life. Uh, I love everybody who's in the show. That love for you. Let's win together. 
That's right. That's right. Let's do this together. And thank you so much again for being on the show. You ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Clark, uh, Charles D. Clark, and you can reach him on Instagram at Charles D. Clark 1980. That's right. I already got that. I think I'm already following you. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Well, go. Charles, thank you. Thank you so much again, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate. And I appreciate your story. Most of all, I appreciate you overcoming. Definitely overcoming. You keep doing that because people are watching you and you're, you're like a role model. You're, you're a big time role model. You know, you're doing it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Charles D. Clark, Empire actor. Also, he is just doing it. He's got so many different things going on. I want to let you know, and see, this is the reason why we brought him on the show, as well as uh, the breast cancer survivor, uh, Miss, um, you know, uh, gosh, I didn't put her name here. I'm going to put her name right there. But Linda, I and also Dr. Stewart, and amazing, and uh, uh, Rada, who has her coloring book, these these things, these things, you know, we need to understand that there is a way to overcome our obstacles, to manifest our dreams, no matter where, no matter how, no matter what has happened to you in your life, you can do this. I definitely, definitely want to say thank you to all the guests that were on the show today, because without them, there would be no show, you know. Wow. Wow. Just wow. You know, you can do it. You can do it. And it's like it it it's it's um it's amazing. It's just amazing. You can do it. And there is nothing that can stop you but you. You're the only one that can be in your way. You're the only one that can mess things up. You're the only one that can make the wrong choice about things. And you got to fix it. And that's it. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio today. It's been a wonderful show of inspiration and overcoming obstacles. Thank you. All right, guys. I got to go because I got a lot of work to do. We got to get this Roku station going up. We're still on point for May 1st. That's going to be Yaya Diamond's Dream Chasers TV on Roku. So you'll be tuning in starting May 1st. Uh, So, uh, I'm, I'm excited about that, excited about the TV show, excited about all the shows that are going to be going up, obviously, to begin with. It's going to be just my friends and me on there just doing my, our thing. I got I got um, out and about Sarasota. What they do is they go around Tampa, the Sarasota area, uh, and they interview different businesses that you might want to visit while you're here on vacation. So that's going to be, we have that vacation, and we want to go ahead and get as many cities as we can on our travel uh, station on Roku, and we're going to have our music video station, which I'm getting ready to start uploading and comprising music videos. And also we have Dream Chasers going um, in conjunction with Reverb Nation again, and we're going to be doing videos and music videos of upcoming artists on Reverb Nation, so you don't want to miss that because we're going we're gonna to have a great time. I mean, and so many more different stories. Um, hopefully, we can have some movies up there and uh, just things that we can actually have there uh, to help each other out, to help each other out. I'm going to make it as affordable as I can so that we can stay on the air, but that we're not, like, breaking the bank, okay? So 
Um, when that goes up, I'll let you know. I'm having a wonderful time at Dream Chasers Radio. This has been another edition, and I'm going to say adios. Hasta luego. Te veo más tarde. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'll see you later. And don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. <laughs> I did to be different. I did to be different.